Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more. Kaya FM. Kaya FM. 95.9. Home of the Afropolitan. The Home Straight. The Home Straight. Kaya FM. 95.9. My name is Lizo Kopoga. So I grew up between Mount Frey and Dabangulu. Dabangulu is where my mom is from. So I spent half my life there. <laughs> the place that I come from, there's still like no electricity till this day. It's it's just rural, it's rural areas. And uh, that's where I grew up. So I only started playing rugby at the age of 19. I was doing my second year already. I grew up playing soccer and uh, doing athletics. So what happened is that um, after I passed my matric, I went to Devon to study. You know, there's a guy in the neighborhood, his name is Quentin Hipner. So he used to have a lot of rugby balls in his car. I would see him every time and uh, I asked him this one day if I can join him. Because I looked at him, I'm like, nah, if he can play rugby smaller than me, I can definitely play as well. <laughs> so that's how, that's exactly how I looked at it at the moment. You know, and um, I eventually asked him to, you know, if I could if I could join him. Then he said, yeah, sure. Then I, I went there, and like, just literally, just for fun. Uh, Queensbury Club. And I didn't know you can make a living out of out of rugby, you know, out of sports. So I was there to study, and uh, that's what I was focused on. So I went there just for fun, you know. And I got there on my first day. I didn't even know what position I was going to play. And uh, got there, they're playing touch rugby, you know, and uh, shock, I got a shocker of my life, you know, because I was like, yo, no, this is not the rugby I was asking to join because, you know, rugby is tough, you know, I'm ready to tackle someone and smash someone and only to find they're playing touch rugby. So they explained to me and uh, I just fell in love with the sport. I think I, I just generally don't like to do things half-heartedly. I think that helped me a lot, you know, in achieving what I've achieved now. Uh, because once I started playing rugby, I gave it my all, you know, be it a training or in the game. Yeah, so a friend of mine told me that um, there's better club, which was Collegians, you know, because our our club at Queensbury, our first team was playing Collegians dead side, so it was um, good to start, but it was not going to really take me anyway. So we eventually, the following year, we went to Collegians, then I played eight a bit and uh, it was just laid by the Lord heavily in my spirit to to start playing prop. I, I've learned to be obedient. I have a very intimate relationship with God. Uh, if you can show you my phone, I've got a lot of like mourning in the secret place in my, in my messages and in my files because I spend a lot of time with him. So I know his voice and I know I know his voice when he's even speaking through my wife. I can differentiate. I know when it's God speaking through my wife or it's my wife talking. That's how intimate it is, um, our relationship. So let me make an example. Before I came to the Bulls, I was at the Kings. And uh, when they offered me, a lot of people said, no, but there's Springboks there. There's Dean Khleiling, there's uh, Trevor Nyagane. They bought Springboks. And uh, when I got here... Trevor, um, they moved Trevor to Tighthead and uh, Dan Khleiling um, got an offer in France so was released in the year that I came and his contract with the Bulls. So what I'm saying is that you don't have to understand, you know, everything but just be obedient to the voice of God. 
and um, got there Monday. I told coach, no, I want to play prop now. And <laughs> he was so shocked. Yeah, so I got there and then I started playing prop. Had no technique, nothing. It was just power. You know, it was just strength. I relied on and uh, started learning the position and learning the game, you know. I was even kicking the ball. I didn't even know why the fly-off should kick, you know, and I can't kick. So, yeah, that's how it started. I played thirds, then I played seconds. And uh, first team captain, Robbie Harris, um, said to the first team coach uh, this other Monday, if Lizzo is not making his debut this weekend, this is at Collegians, after I've been playing so well for seconds and thirds, but he felt like it's unfair that I'm not given opportunity to play first team. And he just said, if he's not making debut, I'm not playing, then he walk out the club. That's, you know, that was amazing for me, you know, and... Um, you know, I just had a, a big brother immediately <laughs> in him, so um, instantly. So I made my debut that weekend against Mbangeni, and uh, there was a guy there, Charles Ndaweni. He was a captain. He came to me after the game. He said, "Bra, who are you? Where you come from? Then I told him, Dabang I, I went to Ndabankul High School. I told him the story. He said, you're so talented, but it's just raw. You know, you need a lot of work, but... Um, I think you, if you can look at the teams like EP Kings, Border Bulldogs, SWD, you know, um, you can do well there because um, there isn't that much pressure like the Sharks and the Bulls. Those are big teams and they want someone who's ready now and they, they want to win now. There's pressure. So Monday, um, I went to work and started Googling these, um, these teams, you know, that he was talking about. Before that, for seven months, I was applying for a job after my graduation. I couldn't get the job and all that. So now this guy is telling me this thing when I just got the job. It's nice now. I work during the day, you know, 8 to 5. Then after that, I go to collegians, train, play on weekends. And I started calling the EP Kings. They asked me, Lizzo, you know, which school did you go to? I told them, Dabangolo High School. I said, nah, where is that? I don't even know. I told them there's no rugby, but they said, no, we can't give you a chance. They sent us a video or something. I didn't have a video, you know. So eventually, after three weeks of calling them, like almost every day, like at least four, four times a week, they said, nah, the CEO said these exact words. He said, bro, you're just too persistent. You know, just come, you know. And I saw the favor of God because they booked a flight for me and they booked accommodation for me you know it's like you no know, a company telling you to come for an interview and they book everything for you so that was amazing for me blew my mind so i got to pe get there they tricked me i thought you know the trial was on that weekend but it wasn't it was only gonna be in three weeks time so my boss is phoning me like every day, Lizzo, we just hired you, you know. It's only been three weeks. You have not even been paid yet. And uh, I said, Clayton, thank you for the opportunity, but I'll give rugby a chance. So I did, I quit that job that I waited seven months for, you know, before trial. So they wanted me to play for a local club so they can see me there first before I can play, you know, the, the trial for the EP Kings. You cannot just ask the Kings or ask the Bulls for a trial. You have to be invited for a trial. You have to be seen somewhere, you know. So even that trial was for the guys that have contract, you know, because um, a week later, the Curry Cup was going to start. So I get there and I couldn't play for the club. Apparently, um, 
my I was not released in Deben, the club I was playing for, so I stayed there just working hard and, and making sure that I'm fit. And uh, when the trial did come, you know, I played and uh, gave it my all. That also was a step of faith, you know, and uh, I thank God that it worked out. The Home Straight. The Home Straight. Kaya FM 95.9. Wow. But the tough times aren't over yet for Lizo. Tune in to The Home Straight next week for part two of this truly engaging story, inspirational, that will allow you to triumph over the adversity in your life. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.